Welcome to Weather Jazz, a world audience and mostly daily podcast about anything and everything weather. We do science, we do earth science, we even do off-topic stuff, but hopefully always with the goal of making it very interesting. I'm your host, Andre Bornier. I'm a meteorologist on staff with WJW Television in Cleveland, Ohio, and this is episode number 21 for Monday, November 5, 2018. Well, just about everybody, hopefully, has been able to catch up on their sleep. And why is that? Because we got an extra hour of it over the weekend as we transitioned, at least most of the country anyway, transitioned from daylight saving time to standard time. And of course, in our case here in Cleveland, it's Eastern Standard Time. And in that process, uh, we turned our clocks back one hour from 2 a.m. back to 1 a.m. on Sunday morning. But, of course, most people do that before they go to bed and they wake up on time, ready to head out uh, to church or wherever it is that you're heading out to on Sunday morning. Now, it's not so bad going back one hour. And the reason being, if uh, you forget to do this uh, little uh, time jostle, if you will, well, then you'll just get to your destination one hour early. That's not as uncool as in the springtime when we spring forward one hour. And many times, if you forget to do that, you will get to your destination, but you'll get to your destination one hour late. So it's not as bad in the um, the fall uh, because of the way the time change works. And you get that extra hour, and hopefully you are able to take advantage of it. But I always uh, get the Twitter world uh, a little jazzed up when I, whenever I mention that I think, and this, this is my humble opinion, but I think that we should do away with daylight saving time altogether and just stay on standard time year-round. And forget this bouncing back and forth. There are some medical circles that say it's not good for us to be bouncing around our schedules because that's what we're doing. We're bouncing around our schedules. We're not bouncing around the daylight. We're not uh, telling the sun to set or rise any earlier or later. We're the ones that are moving our routines over by one hour, uh, one hour back in the fall and one hour forward in the spring when we actually lose an hour uh, worth of sleep. So um, there there are some people in the medical community, uh, community rather, that would say, uh, hey, this is not healthy uh, and we should do away with it. Well, let's go back to the institution of daylight saving time. And many people believe that uh, it was uh, Benjamin Franklin uh, who... Uh, at least uh, tossed out the idea of this uh, daylight saving time drill that we do. And in actuality, that was not the case at all. Uh, This was instituted uh, back in the World War II era to conserve uh, our resources, to conserve energy. And uh, that same argument was given several times when we went into daylight saving time year-round. That happened in the uh, early 1970s when we had the energy crisis during, uh, I believe it was the uh, Jimmy Carter era, uh, if my memory serves me right. Um, 
and we did this uh, exercise. We kept it on daylight saving time year round. And that did some pretty strange things to the uh, the wintertime sunrises, which in some places the sun did not rise until 830 835 and it was dark for all the kids going to school so that wasn't such a good idea and we reverted back and of course the energy crisis was uh, uh, quickly arrested and we were on our way and we went back to the normal practice of bouncing back and forth between standard time and uh, daylight saving time well here's something interesting that you may or may not know and I'm going to toss this out to you as a just so that you know kind of a thing. There are well over 50 countries in the globe that do not observe this daylight saving time shift back and forth every year. And I'm just going to list uh, a few of them. Uh, Afghanistan, America's American Samoa, Angola, Antigua, Aruba, Bahrain, uh, let's see, we've got the British Virgin Islands, Burma, Cambodia, Cameroon, Cayman Islands, uh, Christmas Island, uh, the Republic of Congo, Dominica, Ecuador, El Salvador, Ethiopia, Grenada, Guam, uh, Guinea, Honduras, Iraq, Kenya, Kuwait, shall I continue? I'm only up to K. Uh, Laos, uh, I'll pick a few more, uh, Nepal, uh, Niger. Uh, Puerto Rico, which is a, uh, a U.S. possession. Uh, Qatar, Rwanda, Russia, which, by the way, permanently banned uh, daylight saving time since 2014. So that was only four years ago that they said, okay, we're done with this standard time year-round for everyone in Russia. Somalia, uh, South Korea, Tanzania, Thailand, Turkey, Uganda, United Arab Emirates, um, in the United States, Arizona and Hawaii do not observe daylight saving time. And just a few years ago, I was told that uh, Idaho, it was on a ballot initiative, Idaho was going to withdraw and go on standard time year-round. Uh, but that ballot uh, initiative caused a lot of confusion, and it did not pass. So they still do the daylight saving time shift along with the rest of the U.S., except for Arizona and Hawaii. Uh, other countries, Venezuela, Vietnam, Yemen, uh, Zambia, and Zimbabwe. Now, here's something kind of interesting. Uh, in the United States, the Florida legislature passed a bill to enact permanent daylight saving time recently, and Maine, Massachusetts, and New Hampshire and Rhode Island have introduced proposals for the very same thing. Um, and uh, 26 states are now considering making daylight saving time permanent. However, now here's, here's where we have to put on the brakes here. However, unless Congress changes federal law, states cannot implement permanent daylight savings time. States can only opt out of daylight saving time and can institute standard time year-round. So in other words, these, uh, these uh, other places that wanted to enact permanent daylight saving time actually can't because of the U.S. law that prevents that from happening. However, they can opt out of daylight saving time. 
Again, two states have done that, and that's the state of Arizona, the state of Hawaii. Idaho recently tried, but uh, that uh, measure failed uh, recently. But uh, I think there'll be more and more states that try to do that uh, because, and here's something interesting that I retweeted, and it was just informational. I wasn't offering an opinion. But I found it fascinating that on the 8th of February this past year, uh, the European Parliament voted to ask the European Commission to reevaluate daylight, daylight saving time in Europe, all of Europe that is part of the EU. Uh, and after a web survey giving high support of not switching the clock twice annually, thank you very much. It looks like the Europeans didn't like that bouncing back and forth. Well, guess what? On the 12th of September, just this past year, the European Commission decided to propose to put an end to the seasonal clock changes. And that repealed directive is uh, 2000-84-EC subparagraph 15, just in case you want to look it up. So they uh, have decided to put an end to daylight saving time. They're going to be on standard time year-round. Now, they've got to put this to a a final vote with uh, a certain group that hasn't happened yet, but this was the real uh, place at which, or the real hurdle at which, uh, daylight saving time for the uh, European communities, the uh, the EU, uh, will essentially come to a conclusion, it looks like. So, where are you with this? Again, personally, it's just a personal preference. I don't want to be switching back and forth. I like standard time year-round. We are in standard time right now. And uh, so, so a lot of people say, well, I will miss the sun going down at... Uh, or, you know, still having twilight on on the western horizon at 1020 in the evening. Really? Uh, 1020? Uh, I'm okay with having still having twilight on the western horizon in the summer at 920 and having the sun come up nice and early so we can all get going. I love sunrises. I love sunsets, too. Um, I'd like to see more sun, sunrises. I can't on my current shift. But uh, uh, in time, as... Uh, I look to a different season in my life. I'm looking forward to getting up and enjoying the sunrises every once in a while. Um, in the summertime, the sun would rise very early. In, in, uh, for instance, here, here's a quick little story. When the time change didn't occur uh, until the last Sunday in April, uh, I went to school in northern Vermont. And that's in the far eastern side of the time zone. And just about as far north as you can get. I was essentially at midpoint between the North Pole and the equator in Lindenville, Vermont. Well, on uh, the last Saturday, before we switched our clocks back one hour, uh, I was uh, awakened by the sun. The sun came just beaming into the room, and I thought, oh, great, start of a new day. I looked at the clock, and the clock said 4-something a.m., 4.20 a.m. It was very, very early that the sun w- had risen, uh, and uh, it was one of those rare, clear days in the springtime in the mountains of northern Vermont. But when that happens, before the, the uh, they adjusted where the time change would occur, boy, did that sun come up really, really early. I thought that was kind of fun. Uh, so, yes, the sun would come up earlier, go down 
a little earlier, but we wouldn't be ping-ponging back and forth all the time. I would love to see the U.S. uh, do what a lot of countries have done and what the European Union will be doing, and that is to abolish daylight saving time. By the way, uh, it has really outlived its usefulness, and there are numerous studies that say it doesn't, especially in our current society, which is 24-7, 365, nonstop, thanks to Thomas Edison and the light bulb, uh, that uh, it really doesn't reduce the amount of energy that we consume. It just moves it over one hour. Uh, in in terms of nighttime illumination. Uh, so it doesn't do anything for our energy. It doesn't do anything uh, in conserving energy. And it used to be an agrarian uh, reason. And, of course, there was some reason during the wartime, uh, other reasons than just trying to conserve energy. That was one of the, the uh, uh, ways that it was justified. And perhaps back then, Uh, It might have been true because we weren't 24-7. We weren't 365 days a year nonstop. It seems like uh, uh, that has happened kind of like the the frog in the kettle over the past uh, 50 years or so. Uh, And so do we really need daylight saving time? I think it has uh, outlived its usefulness. And maybe we ought to be looking at that. Tell me what you think. You can send me an email, weatherjazz at yahoo.com, or you can, via the Anchor FM app, you can actually send me an audio message, and you can chime in if you'd like, whichever way you'd like to get in touch with me, or perhaps if you want to leave a comment below, if you are listening to this episode, episode number 21, via weatherjazz.com. I'm going to open up the comments section for a couple of weeks anyway, and offer you the uh, the platform to go ahead and uh, chime in. What do you think? I'd love to see it end. That's just me, though. Um, but uh, I would be one of those supporters uh, that would give it uh, full weight to go ahead. And uh, I just don't like ping-ponging back and forth. And it's uh, that annual exercise that we really don't uh, need anymore. That, of course... All in my humble opinion, and that's all it is. Just having a little bit of fun today with a look at daylight saving time and standard time. And don't forget, we are in standard time now. Have a wonderful week ahead, and we'll catch you next time right here on Weather Jazz.